Blog Talk Radio. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and never had it so good gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Handed So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. The Bible is right, amen. The Bible is right, glory to God. Well, beloved, um, uh, it's raining here in Columbia, South Carolina. don't necessarily know where everybody else is, but God bless you. We're blessed to be indoors with the word of God. And I got so much stirring in my heart. I was um, listening to Norville Hayes last night. And 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 then this morning in my morning devotions, I happened to turn to Kings where David was telling Solomon he was giving him his final farewell. He was about to die and he was telling Solomon how to how to be a man and to be strong and how to be a man. And last night Norval was talking and I said, That's what a man is supposed to do. I you know I need to do a teaching on that. Just on that for the young men, how to be a, 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 a spiritual, strong man, amen, because that's so distorted. Uh, they think the physical is the man, that the, that the, that the man, you go to um, Planet Fitness and all these guys with all these muscles, they're supposed to be men. But, um, well, anyway, so my heart is, uh, that's churning in me. But that's not tonight's word. Amen. Glory to God. I need to do a video about that. But anyway, let's go with what we have on the table for tonight. Amen. We are blessed to be in the 24th chapter of Proverbs. We're down to the 11th, and it's a coupling here. It's the 11th and the 12th verse. Amen. And it says, boy, this this thing about uh, about what I saw to put into that video. It's, I as I'm reading this, I'm reading this, but this but this other is still in the background going. Have you ever on your phone you notice that there's other uh, apps that are running? You're you're doing one thing, but you know that other apps are running. I'm doing this, but another app is running in me. A video about. Um, how to be a real man, not the not the stuff that they tell you in the world you're supposed to be with big muscles and all that. That's a lot of baloney. Anyway, 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 I got to get my mind back on this. Proverbs 24, 11 and 12. Let the other apps run. Proverbs 24, verses 11 and 12 in the King James Version. Glory to God. And in the King James Version, it says, 
If thou forbear to deliver them that are drawn unto death and those that are ready to be slain, if thou sayest, Behold, we knew it not, doth not he that pondereth the heart consider it? And he that keepeth thy soul, doth not he know it? And shall not he render to every man according to his works? So much you can say. And, you know, God's word is just packed, just packed. In that 12th verse where it says, he that keepeth thy soul, does he not know it? Now, right there, beloved, he that keepeth thy soul. When you read that, what it make you think of? It makes you think of the 23rd Psalm. The third, the third verse, the second third verse, it says, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He restoreth my soul. And here it says, And he that keepeth thy soul. Oh, beloved, you know what a blessing that is that we have as children of God. Sometimes if, 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 if you watch too much, TikTok and other social media, and you watch the news and you watch all kind of things, you can get, your soul can get disturbed. You can get disturbed. You can get perturbed. You can get, you can get to where you feel turned around. You don't know what's what, amen? And all you got to do is ask Jesus, remember these, remember these verses where it says, he keepeth thy, God keepeth thy soul. He keeps you, amen. He keeps your soul. He's able to turn you back around the right way. I mean, I can remember distinct time in my life when, ooh, things were going around, 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 around. Then I asked Jesus. I said, Jesus, save me. I don't mean my soul. That's already saved. That's, I, that was good. I mean, I'm going around. My head is spinning around. I'm, I'm, I'm whoa, all kinds of things going through my Lord Jesus. said, And he, and in a little while, I was back. To, he restored my soul. He brought me back to, if you will, normal. Amen. I was back to where I should be. And we're so grateful to have that. Amen. That we can call upon the Lord and tell him, Lord, help me, help me. I, I, I'm so turned around here. There's so many, so many stimuli. There's so many inputs that come in. And I'm, I'm a little turned around, Lord. And he'll restore your soul, amen? He'll bring you back to, if you will, normal, amen? Glory to God. We're so thankful for that. I know I am. And this verse says, if thou forbear to deliver them that are drawn on to death, glory to God. Beloved, as you walk through this world, there are people all around you that are dying, Glory to God. You, you, you see people on the corners begging. You see people without food. You see people pushing carts with, with their little belongings, homeless people, destitute people. Amen. And there's thousands of people that just want to give up. There's thousands of people that are giving up, not working at all. And then there's, then there's uh, uh, hundreds of thousands that are moving back in with their parents because they feel like, I just can't make it. I'll move back in and stay in my parents' uh, basement. Amen? And others are taking all kind of drugs. I mean, they got drugs now that I never even heard of. 
I heard a clank and crack and and marijuana and 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 PCP and and uh, that other stuff that makes your teeth go bad. But uh, but uh, they got drugs now that I, I ain't never heard of. And then on top of that, they spray them with fentanyl or 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 put fentanyl in them. Amen. Glory to God. And that's taking out thousands of people, beloved. Thousands a week are are leaving here, and even some are committing suicide in, in groves. People are just giving up, amen, because it, it for all kinds of reasons, beloved. You have the younger generations, and I sympathize with them because they're right. They say that it ain't like in our day. In our day, in our old school, you 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 got it. You got a job. You went out there to that job every week, and then Friday came, and you got enough to pay your bills and have a little bit left over to go to the mall. Well, today the mall is dead. There ain't nothing in the mall. Or just about all closed up, and the money doesn't last. Amen. It doesn't cover all the bills, so they need to get. They need to hustle on the side or get two or three jobs, and it's it's and they say it's just, it's a different world. Uh, uh, employers are not committed to you like they were in our day. I remember back in our day, we had an unwritten contract with uh, uh, our bosses. It was unwritten, but this is the way it went. You you got the job and an orientation. They told you what a big company it was and. Uh, all the assets they had and blah, 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 and you got 401K and you got pension plan and you got all this stuff, and you worked, and every year you had to have a, um, you had to, you had to have an evaluation, and almost the passing it was, a, was almost automatic. You had to have done something real, 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 real bad not to have it automatic. And when you pass that evaluation, you got a 2%. At a minimum, you got a 2% or a 3% raise, at a minimum. And that was just a given contract. And then over the years, that contract, that unwritten contract, wasn't written anywhere where they had to do it, but they just did it. And with inflation running at 2% and you getting a raise 2%, you really weren't uh, – you, you didn't have to fight uh, – uh, 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 prices going up on you All over the place I got my car insurance today My renewal for my car insurance today And it went up also Everything went up And even the car tax Here in South Carolina um, We pay car tax And in years gone by They recognized that cars would depreciate So that every year Your car tax went down because you were paying on a, deep, uh, a decreasing or depreciating asset. Well, now the asset is still going down in value, but the car tax is going up because everybody, the, the inflation, inflation, inflation. So your expenses, guys, expenses are going up in every category, but wages, real wages, not nominal wages, but real wages are staying stagnant, staying the same. But everybody, and so the younger generation, they're really fighting it. 
And some of them want to, they, they say, we have to, if you have to work two or three jobs, why are you paying $1,200, $1,600 a month for an apartment? If you've got three jobs, you're never there. You're never home. So you're paying $1,600 a month for a place to stay, which you're never there because you got to go to work so that you can afford the place. But you're never in the place because you got to work the three jobs. It's it's maddening for them. It isn't the same as in our day. And um, but we like to tell them just work hard, just work hard. It it isn't quite the same thing. So people all around you, beloved, they're they're just flat giving up. They're working, 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 and they don't wonder. They wonder how. Uh, what does it all mean? They're just working. What does it all mean? Amen. Glory to God. And as I look at some of those videos and talk to some people, you know, I, I it, it's apparent to me, I see that even in that, God's ways tells you how to get around all that. They, it, God's ways tells you how to get around all of those things. And, I, and I'll be thinking, yeah, from the natural, there is no way for you to get ahead. But from the but but if you're in God's word, He tells you how to do these things, and you can get around it, Amen. But if you go at it from the natural, just work hard or get, you'll need five jobs, and you'll be grinding because you're 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 not using wisdom, you're using physical strength, Amen. And that's not going to get it. Physical is not going to get it. You need the wisdom of God. I'm telling you, as an older guy, you need the wisdom of God. I'll give you a quick example. We're up against a commercial, but I'll give you a quick example. Oh, there's, they're on there and they're talking about how hard it is to, to buy a house. Oh, you got to have 20% down and then there's taxes and then there's increase in the mortgage payments and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there thinking, God didn't ever say to get a mortgage. If you do it the world's way, it is hard. It's almost impossible. But that's not how God tells you to get the house. He tells you make it fit for yourself in the field first, and then go buy your go go build your house. What that means, fit for yourself. He said become an entrepreneur first, and then you have from that cash flow you buy the house. So see, if you do it the world's way, it is tough. People are giving up. But as I listen to them, I be noticing in the back of my mind, they're not doing it God's way. So that's why it's so hard. They're not doing it God's way. Every single thing they said was hard. I Scriptures would come up in my mind, and I'd say, that's not how you do it. If you did it God's way, that wouldn't even be a problem. I'm up against a break. Hold on. Hold on. I'm up against a break. Be right back. Hold on. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. 
If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two dot com. So, beloved, we were talking about God's way, doing it God's way, how easy it is if it's God's way. Or as I'm listening to the world, a lot, like, for instance, they say, oh, for the first time ever, um, a credit card debt is over a trillion dollars. Total credit card debt's over a trillion dollars. And the average person owes $6,500 on their credit card, and they're paying 20% interest. Oh, and it's so hard, and people can't pay this. They can't pay it. And I'd be thinking, you're right. But, but God said, don't take loans. So you're doing what he say don't do. And then when you say it's, do you know, beloved, do you, now this is for real. The, the interest on the national debt, which is $34 trillion, the interest is more than the defense budget of the United States of America. We pay more in interest. But they don't, they don't ever want to mention that number because they don't want you to even know that. Amen? But, but I'd be sitting there thinking, yeah, if you do it the way the world tells you to do it, things are terrible hard. You go crazy. But then I think, but, but, but if you do it God's way, he, he said, oh, no man, nothing but to love. Well, then you wouldn't be in debt. So you ain't got to worry about how hard student loan debt is and how hard credit card debt is because you wouldn't have any. I remember I remember uh, years ago about, oh, now, maybe 10 years ago, when I decided to do it God's way and I was going to get out of debt. And everything was going fine. I was knocking off debt until I got down to credit card debt. And I said, now, wait a minute now. I, uh, Dave Ramsey said to, to get rid of these credit cards. I cannot get rid of my credit card. I'm sorry. I got to have that. That's my backup. If if a tire blows out, if something's needed, I can just, you know, use my credit card and get it on the credit card. I just could not I could not get rid of that credit card. And I wrestled with that thing for about a year cuz I wanted to to be completely out of debt, but I didn't this credit card I just couldn't I wasn't going to get rid of that credit card. The rest of it I could eliminate, but I wasn't getting rid of that credit card. And one day Dave Ramsey was on the phone and he said, until you, he was talking to me. He was talking to me that day on the radio. He said, until you cut up your credit cards, you ain't never going to get out of debt. You ain't never going to give that up until you cut it up. Take a pair of scissors and cut that credit card up. And I thought, I am not cutting my credit card up. That's my backup. I got to look. I tell you what, I'll make an agreement. I won't use the credit card only for emergencies. So if it's zero balance and I don't use it, what's the big deal? I don't use it. But the word said, don't go into debt. Don't have no, no nothing to do with debt. And so I just, I looked at that credit card. I just, that was the hardest thing in the world for me to do, pair of scissors, because every once in a while I would use that credit card. And I noticed that I would slide back in and out of debt. In and out of debt, in and out of debt. And it was all because of that credit card. I wanted to get out of debt, 
but something would come up, and I'd just put it on the card, and that was it. It was so easy. So what was the problem? Well, the problem was God said, don't be in debt. And so I'd get the bill, and I'd look at the bill. Damn, I'm in debt. Oh, man. So then I pay it over. I'm not going to use it again. I promise I ain't going to use it again. But guess what? Something would come up. I'd use it again. Amen? Glory to God. So one day I just resolved. Okay, I'm just going to put the noose around my neck and jump off the cliff. Amen? I'm going to cut this credit card up. That was one of the hardest things I ever did in my life. Man, I, I said, man, if something comes up, what am I going to do? I got no back. What am I, but I'm going to cut this credit card up. Hardest thing I ever did. Beloved, when I cut that card up, all the stuff that I thought was going to go bad didn't go bad. All the things that could happen didn't happen. I was just fine. Plus, I was out of debt. One of the best things I ever did. But you have to jump off the cliff by faith. You just got to believe God and jump. Amen. By faith. Here I go. It was the same thing with tithing. Give up 10% of my income. Are you out of your mind? But when I did it, I found out it worked. I found out it worked. I found out it worked. How it worked, I couldn't. I scratched my head. How it worked. But it worked. And it was the same thing with debt. But I tell you, cutting that credit card up was hard. But after I cut it up, all the things that I had imagined didn't happen, wasn't happening, nothing was wrong. Amen. Glory to God. The same thing with holiness, you know. You you live holy. God said, be ye holy for I am holy. And you think, man, how do I walk in holiness? And because this, that, and the other thing. But when you commit to it and you do it, you find out that it works. You find out that God rewards holiness. He rewards sacrifice. You see, sacrifices are powerful because think about it for just a moment. Nothing is achieved without sacrifice. That's why sacrifices are so powerful. Nothing is achieved without sacrifice. You want to lay tile, you got to get with John Robinson and let him teach you. But you have to get up 530 in the morning and prepare that truck and go out with him and do exactly what he tell you to do. You have to sacrifice time. You have to humble yourself. If he correct you, you don't mix this slurry up. You mix it up this way, you big dummy. You got to take that and do it the way you're supposed to do it. If you want to be an Olympic athlete, you got to get up at 530 in the morning. Run every morning, rain or shine. Listen to me, beloved. Nothing. Sacrifice is powerful because nothing is, is achieved without sacrifice. If you want to get close to God, you got to do your morning devotions. You got to. You got, you, you got to read the word every day. Amen. You have to sacrifice if you want something. Nothing nothing is achieved without sacrifice. Hope you got that little gem. But we're talking about uh, 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 um, helping people who are drawn on to death and they are ready to be slain. Amen. They that are getting ready to give up. Amen. They They give up. People just want to give up. Glory to God. And then when you try to tell them about uh, the Lord and, and, and the truths in the Bible, I was down on the river one time, and this young lady came up to me, and she said, what are you reading? I see you sitting at this, this bench here reading the, the book. What is that book? I said, it's the Bible. It'll help you to not make many mistakes in your life. What did I say that for? Oh, my goodness. She fussed me out. 
Why are you trying to preach to me? I don't need it. Why are you preaching? Ma'am, 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 you you walked over here to me. I, I didn't bother you. You walked over here to me. You asked me what I was reading. I wasn't bothering you. Amen. And then when I told you, you went off on me. Why are you? So when when you try to tell people about God and God's way in the Bible, there's people, they're going to go off on you. Why? What you trying to do? You trying to say, I'm they're they going to blow up, amen? But glory to God, glory to God. If you forbear to deliver them that are drawn unto death, if you act like you don't know it or you don't see it, we got to do the best we can to witness to people anyway. Leave tracks. Just say uh, 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 if all they can take is God bless you. We got to try to tell them about God, amen? Why? Because the business of life, the real business of life is for them to reconnect with God. Amen. And this is a life or death issue. Glory to God. Because they're being tricked. They're being deceived. God, uh, the devil has tricked them and made them think that the purpose of life is to acquire assets, to acquire wealth. They, I, w- I was listening to this radio program and they were talking about how how wise this elderly guy was. He died and left $8 million. They didn't know he had this kind of money, but they thought he was poor. He's eating peanut butter sandwiches, mayonnaise sandwiches, and drinking Kool-Aid. And they just thought, oh, when he died, they find out this man had $8 million in the bank. Oh, he was so smart. I thought, that ain't smart. You got $8 million in the bank. You can live reasonably. Telling you to go out and live in the Ritz-Carlton. But you can live reasonably on the interest and have a nice life. Instead, you just piled up money. You don't, you don't get to use it in this life. He died. He ain't going to use it in the next life. So why was he so what? To me, everybody was saying, oh, that man was so smart. He saved up $8 million. Look how he did. I thought I said, he dumb. He dumb. Amen. Glory to God. You could have helped somebody. You could have helped the church. You could have helped your kids. You could have helped somebody. Amen. Instead, you're going to die. Who's going to get that? The, the state. And no will. The state going to get the money. Amen. Or something like it. It's going to be probated somehow. Amen. I didn't think he was so smart. I thought, kind of thought he was kind of dumb. I'm not eating. I'm not eating mayonnaise sandwiches. And I got 80 million. Who's that singer? She died and, and left 80 million dollars. In the bank, $80 million. What good was that? What good was it? What good was it? She didn't connect with God. Miss, miss, miss heaven and went to hell. So now you can't use the $80 million up here. You can't use $80 million can't get you out of hell. Amen? Glory to God. We got to talk to people who will let us. A whole lot of people won't because this is the time, and this time and age, people get offended. Oh, my goodness. And, and now... You almost can't talk to people. It's almost dangerous to talk. You start to try to say something to somebody. Uh, you know me. You know where you know me from. Why are you trying to? Okay, okay, okay. My bad. Okay, that's all right, brother. Don't, don't, don't have. Okay, my bad. And you walk away, amen. Because they're ready to go to to battle stations. And people now, America has made so many damnable things legal. Drugs are legal. Homosexual sex is legal. Uh, 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 guns are legal. 
pot is legal. Pornography is legal. Betting is legal. Do you know people lose their entire inheritance? Their parents are leaving them their homes and and $100,000 thinking that I'm going to give my child a leg up, a head start. And they get into sports betting. Sports betting is legal now. And they and they blow the whole inheritances. Amen. Glory to God. People just throwing away their lives, not understanding that the real purpose of life is not the accumulation of money. That's foolishness to me. You gonna accumulate all this money, die, and you don't you didn't help yourself, you didn't help your family, you didn't help the church, you didn't help the kingdom of God, you didn't help nobody. But you're supposed to be smart because you left fifty million in the bank. To me, that's ignorant. Amen. Glory to God. And Satan is, is, is deceiving people and making them think the whole purpose of, of life is self-aggrandizement and piling up money. Now, beloved, I, I got some, okay? I got a tiny bit. So I'm not against money. So don't be thinking, oh, now you're saying we can't have money, uh, Pastor. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Glory to God. Go on my website. You want to send a, a, a donation to the church? I'll accept it. I'll accept it in the name of the church. Put it in the offering plate. Amen. I ain't going to turn it down. I ain't proud. Glory to God. I ain't, I'm not teaching that. But I'm saying the enemy has changed the whole purpose of life to, to self-aggrandizement instead of reconnecting to God. Why? Because the real choice of life. Look, there's people, they spend their whole life, beloved. There are thousands and thousands of people who spend their whole life for their career, and then they get in their late 30s, 40s, and 50s, and they're all by themselves, and they have no children, and they're by themselves. Oh, but they got that career. Amen? But that career can't fellowship with you at Christmas time or Thanksgiving. That that, that career, you you don't have a legacy with that career. You can't hand nothing down. Amen? Glory to God. And they wish that they had uh, not uh, not emphasized career over everything else. They end up all alone and lonely because they, they went after the wrong thing. When the whole purpose of life is to reconnect with God, ask Jesus to save you. If you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, glory to God. Your first step, one of the first steps, one of the first things you can do is from the sincerity of your heart. Ask Jesus to save you. That's a good first step. Jesus, save me. Come into my life. I want to be born again, Lord. I want to go to heaven. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to pile up a bunch of money and then I leave it, and then I got to go to hell, and they don't do me no good down there. Save me, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. I'm out of time. God bless you. Bible has the answers. See you next week. Bye-bye now. I know the Bible is right. It's The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org 
That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams. Live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.